how much does it really matter how a song tells its story? If a song has a great story, does it really matter how the songwriter tells that story? Does it really matter how the songwriter puts that story to music? Or does the story stand on its own? If a song has a story, does it make a difference if the songwriter obscures the story and makes the audience work to find out what he or she is talking about like Don McLean did with American Pie? Versus making the story as clear as day, like the devil went down to Georgia. The devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. Welcome to Song Appeal, where we dive into your favorite songs to answer the question, why do we like the music we like? I'm your host, Hunter Ferris. And on today's episode, let's take a look at one reason why we like The Devil Went Down to Georgia by Charlie Daniels Band. You can find the full transcript for this episode, the show notes, and a link to hear the song at songappealofficial.com slash charliedaniels. You can also support Song Appeal on Patreon at patreon.com slash songappeal. Johnny, rising up your bow and play your fiddle hard, cause hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals with cards. Drew Taggart, one half of the pop EDM group The Chainsmokers, once said, We write stories, I mean we're songwriters, so, you know, we write stories. And he represents a lot of other songwriters who see no difference between songwriting and storytelling. Sometimes a songwriter writes a great story that touches everyone. And sometimes a songwriter writes a great story and nobody cares. So first we have to ask what neurologically makes a story great. That's Dr. Paul Jazak. He directs the Center for Neuroeconomic Studies at Claremont Graduate University, where he focuses on how stories get our brains to release oxytocin, which is a chemical that makes us feel trust and empathy. After more than 12 years of research into how stories affect our brains, he's found that two things really transport us into a story. Here are his words about it. One is I've got to pay attention to the story, and that sounds sort of trivial, except attention is costly metabolically. We all seem to live in the ADD generation. We're constantly in media that's fighting for our attention, but attention's not enough to get us to care about the story. We have to have this emotional resonance with the story that's driven by the rain's production of oxytocin. When these two things happen, when we pay attention and we're emotionally engaged by the story, a la oxytocin, then we begin to share the emotions of that story. At least that's the case when it comes to audio, video. We see arousal responses, sweat in the palms, which you can measure with sensors. We see increase in heart rate, which tells you that you have this emotional resonance. A few months ago, I wanted to know how storytelling affects our brains when it comes to a specific song, so I reached out to Paul J. Zach. He replied, I haven't a clue because I haven't studied it, and so why don't we run a little mini experiment and try to figure out what's going on with that song neurologically um, and compare that to what happens in, in well-designed stories, uh, movies, advertising, etc. So we have benchmarks. So he ran the experiment, and the results surprised me. Because the winner wasn't the song with the best story. The winner was the song that allowed the audience to really focus on the story. So, what was the experiment Dr. Zach ran? We wanted to test Escape, the Pina Colada song by Rupert Holmes, for how well people get immersed in the story. So Dr. Zach tested the Pina Colada song against two control songs so he could figure out not just the results, 
but what was causing those results. To test whether people were responding to the story or the song, we chose a control song with no story that sounded a lot like the Pina Colada song. We chose Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell because, like the Pina Colada song, it's anthemic, yet chill, and it has a slight Caribbean feel. But to really know whether people were responding to the story or the song, we also wanted a control song that would focus on the story. The Devil Went Down to Georgia by Charlie Daniels Band would be perfect because the song is just a story told over music. There's no melody for most of the song, Charlie Daniels is just talking. Once we decided on a few songs to test, Dr. Zack hooked up people to wireless sensors so he could measure the impact of these stories on people's brains, and particularly, when those stories moved people to take action. Then, he played the songs, measuring for four things. One, immersion. How long were they paying attention to the song and emotionally engaged by the song? Two, how long was the audience in a peak immersive state where they were paying lots of attention to the song and really emotionally engaged by the song? Three, how many times was the audience frustrated? And four, how many people were super responsive to the song? Once he set up the experiment, he let it run, and he emailed me with the results. And the winner was... The Devil Went Down to Georgia. People were highly immersed for the entire song, there were lots of moments of peak immersion, and very few moments of frustration. Now, I fully expected the Pina Colada song to win. After all, it has the most interesting story, including a twist ending. But while people were immersed in the Pina Colada song, the immersion was a lot lower, and there weren't nearly as many moments of peak immersion. That's because it's hard to recognize the story in the Pina Colada song. There's so much going on musically that we stop focusing on the lyrics. There's harmony, lots of instruments, a catchy melody, there's a lot for our brain to think about that isn't the story, and that's not including the pop culture experiences we've had around the Pina Colada song. When we hear the song, we might not be thinking about the song at all, much less its story. We might be thinking about when we heard a reference to this song in Shrek. She's a loaded pistol who likes pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Or when we heard this song in Guardians of the Galaxy, or Bewitched, or Wanted, or Grown Ups, or The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. The list goes on and on. The point is, we're probably not thinking about the story when we listen to the pina colada song. We're probably thinking about the music, or our experiences with this song. But The Devil Went Down to Georgia really let us focus on the story. It's just a story, told over a simple instrumental part. Charlie Daniels isn't singing for most of the song, he's just talking. And when people do start singing, the lyrics are clearly the center of the song. And the only time you've probably heard The Devil Went Down to Georgia in a piece of popular media was when it was that boss battle on Guitar Hero 3. So if you're listening to this song, you're probably thinking about the song, and not some pop culture experience that included the song. And if you're thinking about this song, you're thinking about the story because the story is so clear. But since we can't focus on the story in the Pina Colada song, people were about as immersed in its story as they were in the story they heard during Ain't No Mountain High Enough, and that song has no story. People treated the Pina Colada song almost as if it had no story at all because they couldn't focus on the story. But since people could focus on the story in The Devil Went Down to Georgia, it immersed people so much more than the Pina Colada song or Ain't No Mountain High Enough did. Of course, this was a small sample. They only had seven people in the experiment. Dr. Zach speculated, If we collected more data, things might change. But having done this for a long time, generally what happens in small samples reflects in the larger samples. So if the small samples reflect in the larger samples, 
What does that tell us about the stories we tell? And about how we tell them? After a sort of mini-experiment with a surprising result, I've learned that nobody cares about a story if they don't know about it. I'm not saying that a song needs to sacrifice its melody to get people to focus on the story like The Devil Went Down to Georgia did. The Devil Went Down to Georgia did a lot of other things to make its story clear. It made the vocals loud and clear. The singers deliver the words clearly by enunciating their words. Basically, a big word for focusing on their T's and their N's and every consonant. The song gives us very little to think about other than the story. There are very few instruments. Other songs could do the same things to really get in our face and say, I'm telling you a story. Even if those songs have melody. On the other hand, I didn't know the Pina Colada song had a story until my second or third time hearing it. The story is great, but people need to understand that story to get that the story is great. And when people don't know the story is there, sometimes because the story is coded like in American Pie, sometimes because there's just so much else to think about like in the Pina Colada song, the story won't be clear. And when the story isn't clear, the story and the song's lyrics aren't going to matter to us. But when the story is clear, it can be persuasive. And as Dr. Zach told me, Stories are sort of superpowers. If you're a, a persuasive storyteller, you can use words rather than weapons to try to convince people to cooperate with you. Now, you might be wondering, what about the stories themselves? Is the story itself in the Pina Colada song more immersive or less immersive than the story in The Devil Went Down to Georgia? If the story in the Pina Colada song were as obvious as the story in The Devil Went Down to Georgia, would it have beat out The Devil Went Down to Georgia? I asked Dr. Zach basically that question. If you were to just tell people the lyrics from the Pina Colada song, and then just tell people the lyrics to The Devil Went Down to Georgia, would people still be more engaged in The Devil Went Down to Georgia? His response? I guess it's testable. Maybe that's our second experiment, I thought we should test that. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, check out songappealofficial.com for more episodes. You can find Song Appeal on Twitter, at Song Appeal, where you can find more thoughts on why we like the music we like. You can also support Song Appeal by visiting patreon.com slash songappeal, where you'll find great perks, including the full interview with Paul J. Zach. You can also find more about Dr. Zach, his work, and his books at pauljzach.com. That's Paul, J as in Jewel, Zach, Z-A-K, dot com. Again, thanks so much for listening. I'll talk with you soon. In the meantime, have a great day, and enjoy your music.